Today's topic is on grief. Our topic title for today is Dear Grief. And this topic is a really, really touchy subject. So if this is really touchy for you, I advise that you can either leave this episode or you can stay and continue to listen. It is your choice. Um, Grief is a big part of many many teens many young adults many adults many young children as well as older older people as well um so stay tuned as we give you a message on grief today thank you Welcome back. So let's get right into our conversation about grief. Um, I'm just going to read a small segment about, you know, a little bit about kind of giving a reference of what grief is and just, you know, just talking about why I wanted to talk about grief today. Um. So the little summary that I have wrote is grief is a hard subject to talk about amongst young children, teens, and young adults. Grieving has many forms and can cause a lot of emotional stress, pain, hurt, confusion, what ifs, and so many uncertainties. Grieving is a process and it takes time. People have a different way of grieving or even showing grief. And many people take longer to heal than others, and that is normal for people who have lost someone or have lost multiple people as well. On our episode today of Message Received, we would talk about grief and knowing the signs you can cope as well as how you can cope with grief. Um, There's not many ways that you can cope with grief. It, It comes... It comes to how long the person kind of handles the grief and how how they manage to get out of grief. Um, because there's no time limit on grief and people think that it is a time limit on grief and it's not. Um, grief is a, a huge factor in mental health as well as a huge factor in, in losing someone very close to you that or just in general, just suffering through so much, so much trauma, you know, so much trauma that you have went through in your childhood, as well as, you know, you getting older, as well as losing someone very close to you. Um, Many people suffer from grief, and they don't know how to handle grief. And we we all suffer from something that we don't know how to handle whether that's stress whether that's anxiety whether that's you know depression you know of course grief as well and so many other you know topics and and situations that we don't know how to handle um or how to go about it one thing i would say is before I do get into it and to and talk about it um I am not a professional when it comes to 
to talking about situations that go on in our world. I talk about these things because I have experienced these things. I talk about these things because I have witnessed these things. I might talk about some of these stuff because I have experienced them, I have witnessed them, or I have been involved in those situations that have allowed me to understand somebody's situation. Um, so yeah, so let's talk a little bit about grief and, um, and a little bit of, of what, you know, what I see grief as is myself. Um, grief can a lot of times be the thought of in denial or disbelief of something happening, um, as well as, you know, feeling guilty or, or having that, that angry phase in your life because of something that has happened in your life. Um, like I had talked in the beginning, whether that is losing someone close to you, that that can trigger a lot to where you feel guilty because you wish that you could say something to that person again, or you feel guilty that you didn't give that person a hug, or you feel guilty because you wish that they were still alive, um, or even having the denial, like, no, this it, this ain't real, this is not happening, you know, those type of things, as well as suffering from depression. Depression is a big, big factor in grief, um, and people don't know that depression and grief are two things that go together and that can cause a whirlwind of emotions, a whirlwind of anxiety, as well as so many other symptoms and so many other factors that we never knew could come into depression or into grief. Um, you know, it, it it goes into a lot of talking about grief because grief can be emotional. Like I talked in my short summary, it could be emotional, it could be physical, it could be mentally, it could be, you know, it could be a lot of things as well as, you know, stress, hurt, you know, anxiety. Um, and not only that, but it can be religious and it can revolve around religious of of not being able to connect with God or not being able to understand God in the way that that, that you want to, as well as social. Um, social can play a big, big, big key in in grief a lot. You know, especially in a teen or a young child's life or a young adult's life. It could be very stressful and hard on that child as as they're on social media seeing our world fall apart or seeing someone that they was very close to pass or or being harassed on social media. It's a lot that goes into it and we never really understand it and we never realize, hey, is this what really is going on in the world right now? And it's kind of how we think of it and how we look at it sometimes, too. Um, another thing that goes into grief is, um, is, of course, like I talked about depression. And there's other things, you know, that 
that people don't talk about when it comes to grief. The thing that people don't talk about is how long grief stays and how long you go through the process of grief. Grief can last from a month to almost years if you're not healed from that situation. Um, And it can be very hard. It can be very, very hard. And I look at it this way. I suffered from depression that led to me, you know, I suffered from grief, which grief led to depression as well led to me having anxiety at the end. Um, But I would say this. People don't tell you as well. People don't tell you how long grief lasts. And people don't tell you the you know the steps that grief involves you know with the steps of grief you you lose this person or you go through the situation first and you're like okay the situation happened i'm sad i'm angry i'm upset i'm frustrated you know i'm torn i'm hurt i have so many emotions is how you're telling yourself in your head how you're telling other people and then when you get alone, you know, you're crying 24-7. You don't know how to stop it. You you just keep on experiencing this and, and don't know how to handle it. But then, you know, you have that phase of you acting like you're okay around other people. But as soon as you come back home, it's a different story because you're crying again. You're emotional. Your anxiety levels up sky high. And you're just in another world that you never experienced or you never been to. Then you experience something I would like to call, you know, this phase that I would like to call a loss of connection. And what I mean by a loss of connection is you lose the connection of talking to others because you don't want to confront nobody. You don't want to speak to nobody. But at the same time, you want everybody's well-being to be heard and everybody's well-being to know that, that you're okay. And you want everybody to be okay with them knowing that you're okay. But that fear of talking to somebody and crying, that fear of talking to somebody and just sporadically blasting out or lashing out of anger, of sadness, of hurt, of pain, it comes with grief as well. People that suffer from grief, you know, have a tendency to suffer with depression. Depression is a big factor, like I talked about earlier. Depression is a big factor with grief. Go through so many stages of depression that that you don't realize that you're going through grief too. Um, Not only that, but with grief, you're you're sitting up here, you're crying, you're hurt, you don't want to talk to people, you don't want to have any connection with people, you just want to be by yourself in a dark room and just cry. That's grief. That's depression. All that is in one. You then get into the next stage, which you think everything's going to be okay now. You think that you done got out of this, this little stage of, of not talking to people and you're like, oh, I'm better. And then you crash right back down. And it can happen over and over and over and over and over and over again until your body says, okay, 
I'm I'm done fooling with this. I'm gonna shut down and I'm I'm not gonna do nothing else. So you need to figure out what you want to do because I'm tired of giving. You know I'm tired of putting you through this. I want you to be happy. I want you to be free. So I'm gonna shut off. I'm gonna shut this little this little process off and figure out you know the steps to help you. It's a lot that goes into grief. It's a lot that people don't know. I and it's a lot that I don't know about grief. I only know the stuff that I know from experience. I only know the stuff that I know from going to counseling and for having that help. We suffer with grief during the hardest times in our lives and we never know why we suffer with grief. We never know how to handle the grief. But we make it through it and we figure out a way to to help us. Um, and sometimes it's it's harder to to have that, you know, because you don't know what to to, to think about it. Um, grief is just a big big issue right now, especially in a in a pandemic. We're suffering with a lot of losing people that are close to us, our family and our friends, or that are close to us that are passing away from from this virus um as well as you know just suffering of being stuck up in the house and not being able to hang out with your friends like you want to and yeah um now i want to talk a little bit about the steps of of grieving. Um, I looked up some of the steps of grieving. And so, like I said at the beginning, it's the healing phase, which, you know, you, you're talking to yourself and you're, you're trying to understand everything and you're trying to heal from this. And then all of a sudden, you know, you go back to, to questioning everything, saying the what ifs, saying, you know, why am I feeling this way? Feeling guilty, feeling angry, feeling hurt, feeling stressed feeling annoyed, feeling the pain, the sorrow, the anxiety, and so many other emotions that you never experienced, that you never saw, or that you never witnessed, that you are finally witnessing now. Um, but what I want to get from this is the title of Dear Grief. Um is the reason why I made that title, Dear Grief, is basically saying, Hey, Grief, I'm writing to you to let you know how I feel. Hey, Grief, I'm writing to you to let you know that that I'm not okay, that something needs to be done, that that I need to get help, that I need to figure out what, what to do next. Dear Grief, you know, you've been in my life for several years, for several months, and I'm still trying to figure out how to get this this situation off my back dear grief i'm trying to understand why i can't be happy i'm trying to understand why i cannot stop being angry i'm trying to understand why i cannot stop feeling this guilty consciousness when i know that i did nothing wrong we think about all this stuff and we put it into context and put it to form but we don't know how to respond to it so by saying and by clearing it out, dear grief, you're basically putting out there like, 
I'm writing a letter to you, grief, to let you know that I'm tired. I'm done. I just want to be free. I just want to be happy. I don't want to cry no more. I don't want to be angry no more. I don't want to have no guilty conscience no more. I just want to be free and happy. That's all I want. So by writing that as dear grief, you're letting your self-conscious know and you're letting your heart know and you're letting your mind know that that I need that support from my family, from my friends, and I need support from a from a counselor or even somebody that that you're close with to talk it out with you and to let you know that that you're okay, but you need to get through this. You're okay, but we need to step forward and we need to pause those breaks on this situation and get you better. Um, the last thing I want to end off with is saying that if you ever feel alone and you ever feel like like you're going through something, please don't hesitate to let somebody know that you're very close to, whether that's a friend, like a close friend, whether that's your friends or even your friends or family or just somebody in general that you're very close to. Please do not hesitate to reach out to them. Please do not hesitate to talk to them and to let them know how you feel because we all go through something in life, whether it is mental health, whether it is stress, whether it is uh, relationship issues, or so many other topics. Please understand that it's a lot that goes through your life and you don't want to go through it alone. As well as taking the time to get closer to God and taking the time to to go to church whether that's online church whether that's on the on YouTube or whether that's in person if you're having in person church right now just taking that time to get closer to God and allowing God to help you through this process as well because you're not alone and if you ever think that you're alone then you need to understand that you're not alone, that there's people out here that love you, that care about you, and that are willing to help you through this process as you're going through. Stay faithful, stay uplifted, continue to love yourself, continue to push yourself, and most importantly, continue to push for your dreams and your accomplishments that you that you wish for and hope for in your life. I love y'all so much, and I hope that this topic was enough to help somebody out today that is going through grief or that has witnessed grief or that is in the middle of grief or that is starting to to feel like they're going into grief or going into depression this topic is for you for you to listen to and for you to understand that I am here as well as your family as well as your friends and as as well as everyone else around you Thank y'all for tuning in to Message Received today. We hope that you enjoyed our episode today on Dear Grief. Please do not hesitate to call the hotline if you ever feel the need of harming yourself or even needing or just needing someone to talk to. Please don't hesitate to call the hotline. Um, And matter of fact, I will give you a hotline. Um... And the grief hotline number is the national hotline, which is um, SAM 
HSA's National Help Hotline is a free confidential, confidential, con- excuse me, confidential, um, 24-7, 365-day-a-year um, hotline that you can call. Um, you can get it in English and Spanish, um, and the number is 1-800-662-HELP. Again, that is 1-800-662-HELP. I'll say it one more time since I messed it up the second time. 1-800-662-HELP. Um, if you don't want the word help, it is 1-800-662-4357. Thank you all so much and have a blessed day. Bye-bye. Hello, thank y'all for tuning in to Message Received today. We hope that you enjoyed our episode and what we talked about today on our podcast and in our episode today. If you would like more of our episodes, please, you may go to any of our platforms that we have um, that we have open, whether that's Spotify, whether that's Apple, whether that's Google, whether that is Pocket Cast, whether that is Public Radio or even Anchor in our other platforms as well. We thank you all so much for tuning in today, and we hope that you have a blessed and beautiful day as well as the rest of your week. We thank you all so much and hope to see you again on our next episode. Bye-bye.